let's go and get started. Um, again, thank you for tuning to Guidance Counselor 2.0, the live edition. Again, I'm going to continue to say live edition for a bit. If you are new to this show um, and tuning in, the reason why I say it's a live edition, I had a podcast where I just did, did interviews with people. Um, and then I started another podcast called Unicorn Finders with two of my best friends. And then I was like, no one needs two podcasts. I barely have time for one. So now what this is, this is just a live show where I go live every morning and uh, it's all on my YouTube um, and my podcast, um, Guidance Counselor 2 Pointers, so check that out. Again, this is basically a therapy session, not only for me, but also for you. I think a lot of times in the job search, people um, need somebody to talk to. Um, this is a public forum, so that always kind of changes things up. But um, I just want to be here for you. Um, so a few shout outs before we get started on culture. Um, check out vaco.com backslash Taylor. Um, that has resume templates, my blogs I've written, videos on how to find a job, um, interviews I've done. Um, that, did I already say resume templates? Resume templates. So check that out, vaco.com backslash Taylor. Um, also, if you want to join my texting community, this is the correct number today. Um, 615-235-5650. Would love to get you in my texting community. I am like a few people away from hitting 200 people on my text message community. So very, very grateful. Some people would say that's not a lot. I think that is an absolute ton. Um, again, that is practical job tips and tricks sent to your phone every morning. One text. I don't sell anything. So if you want to join, 615-235-5650. So, there, so, so I want to go ahead and dive into um, I want to dive into culture and what that is. And the reason why I want to talk about culture is because my beloved alum, uh, my beloved college, my alumni, alum, alumni, I'm alumni. No, my, anyways, the college I went to, the University of South Carolina, we are in the, we just finished our coaching job search. And uh, it was a good one. We got a good one. Shane Beamer, for those of you, who do not – for those of you who are watching, you're like, great, I don't want to talk about football for the next five minutes. I'm not. I just – we went through – we have gone through an identity crisis from a, from a culture perspective. The coach we had, Will Muschamp, basically promoted self. It's become apparent after he has left um, that they have – that we started to that, – that he wasn't able to recruit a ton. Um, and so what he would do is he would promote that, hey, we're going to get you to the NFL. And it basically became all about the individual – and so what then you saw is you saw individuals pop, quote unquote, on big games. For those of you who do not know, we beat the number three ranked Georgia UGA last year. We beat Auburn this year. But then we've stunk all the other times. Right. So you have these players get up for big games and then they, they, they just lay an egg elsewhere. And so that got me thinking about culture. I know I've talked about culture in one of these before. Um, and so but I want to talk about it again. And I really want to pull the audience. So if you're watching, start commenting on what do you think makes good culture either within your organization, within your team, I don't know, within your household, right? Like what are some cornerstones of culture um, that is important to you that, that maybe your team has, right? So for example, like I know the culture within my recruiting team specifically is we're, we're very open, right? I wanted to develop a culture within my team that people can be totally comfortable sharing to each other and also sharing to me that of how they feel, right? I'm a big lovey feely guy, right? Crack commercials, Hallmark commercials right now are, uh, you know, our Hallmark channel uh, Christmas things. I cry at those, right? Big emotional teddy bear, 
right? But my thing is, is like, I wanted to bring that into the workplace. And the reason why I think, so recruiting is a hard job, right? We deal, Dylan, thanks for tuning in, man. Morning from Nashville. I love it. We, we deal with human humans, right? So like, while I don't sell a piece of software, I deal, I like my product is humans and it can wear you out. And there's a lot of conversations, a lot of personalities and humans are, you know, fickle, right? So they withdraw themselves and you're about to get an offer and all that. So I wanted, I wanted to see within your organization, I want practical things. What is important from a culture perspective for you? Right. So, so, so we have a few dad, thank you. For and and I'm, I'm glad my dad had tuned into this one because I, I think, you know, one of the, one of the cornerstone, like a lot of my management principles comes from my dad. Right. So shout out David Desson. Right. And he says this about not he, he has said this always in our household, not about the name on the back of the jersey, but what's on the front. Right. And again, that's why you put the wink face, because this is something we've always talked about. Right. Lou Holtz. Right. One of the famed college coaches came to South Carolina. He took the names off the back of the jerseys. Like, that's what he did. He he was like, I don't care what your name is. We're not going to promote you. It is about the university. And that's one about, that's one thing that we got in our new coach with Shane Beamer is he's all he's he's like, I want South Carolina guys. I want Gamecock guys. So, Dad, again, I, I think that's great. Right. I think that's incredibly important. I think creating a culture within an organization that is like, hey, listen, like we it's all about us. Right. It is all about us. Uh, John, another one. Caring about we more than me. Again, another consistent culture message that that, that I think companies need, need to embrace more, right? And like for me, like it's it like my successes are my team, right? My like we are going to do so a little peel behind the onion, as you would say, um, for for me and, and my team and my recruiting team as a whole, all 25 of us. Um, while the pandemic has been bad, we have totaled, and, and if someone from Vaco is going to watch this later, y'all, you can correct me, but I messaged with my boss, Alex, recently. My team, all 25 of us, have equaled half of the output for our entire office for the year. Half, right? That's not normal. That's not normal. And so for me, like, the successes are my team, right? It's not about me, and I'm not just saying that because I'm live right now. It truly is about my team. We could not I, – I can't staff $6 million worth of business personally. Right. It's not about me. It's about my team. So, again, John, I love that so much. Dad, again, Dave, Dave Desson, again, from South Kakalaki. I love it. We focus on giving of self, donate Thanksgiving, and adopt families, gifts for Christmas, et cetera. Again, right. So, this is a family thing, right? I know my family's been big on this, right? Donate, you know, be involved in the community, right? It's a way to give back. I love that. Again, keep commenting, y'all. This is good stuff. So, with culture, going back, because we got derailed a little bit because of the, because of the feedback coming in, which I love it again. Keep commenting on what's important for culture for you. But for me, it's, it's being open. It's being vulnerable. It's, it's having a safe place to share. Now there, there, there is, there is a lot, there's a lot of, of people can poke holes in my strategy, right? Oh, you know, a leader shouldn't show their weakness. Um, you should always be driving, right? Leaders should always be driving, you know, um, uh, you know, you create a culture where people start sharing too much and it gets too personal, Right. Like I, I disagree with that. Right. I think for me, I think a lot of times within an organization, within leadership is that we try to not be ourselves. Right. We, we cramp up and people feel it. It feels weird. And for me, like, listen, if there's a if there's a time where my, you know, directness 
right? Or my um, vulnerability it gets too much. I get, you know, we, we become too emotional about one subject for too long. Like I'll own it. I'll own it. Right. But I think it's, I think it's staying true to yourself as a leader and bringing that culture within an organization. Yeah. Julio, again, there's no I in team. Yes, absolutely. There again. So, so the consistency in these messages right now is we, right? It's not about me. And I love that so much. Let, let, let me, let me phrase the question a little bit too. What within your organization does your leader um, or does your leaders do um, that? that you like that promotes culture, whether it be morning meetings, dad, I'm gonna give you a shout out again. Like my dad always did before I knew what it was. My dad did scrum meetings. Right? So my dad's in the restaurant industry. He's been in the restaurant industry for 30 years. Plus, I don't know, a long time. And, and he always did these meetings. He called them alley rallies, right? So, and the reason why I was alley rallies because the kitchen was kind of small and it felt like an alley. Maybe that wasn't intentional, but alley rallies is, is, is what he called it. And he just got the people together for five minutes before every shift. It was like, hey, listen, we're in this together. You know, this is what we need to do here. The specials, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I felt like that just really like put people on the same page. And it wasn't over the top. It was five, 10 minutes, right? It wasn't this kind of this 30 minute meeting with PowerPoint presentations, right? It was a simple, hey, we got this. We're in this together. I thought that was great. I've tried to implement it with my team. We do bi-week, bi-monthly, so two times a month where my recruiting team gets together, we just hang out, right? I've also realized during this pandemic that um, it's not always about acting, right? Sometimes you, people just need to talk and vent and uh, you just need to listen as a leader. And so that's something I've implemented. Not all the time do I bring X's and O's to our meetings. I, 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 I've used to do that and I've tried to be better at saying like, hey, let's hang out. Who's dealing with what? Who's dealing with something difficult? And then let's talk about that. So again, guys, guys and girls, great conversation. Please comment again. Um, please comment at me on what do you think your team does um, in regards to culture? I think I think with Vaco, I think with my team too specifically, is 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 I want a team that works, right? And 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 I think I think it's it's showing that as a leader to continue to to be in front, to continue to work, continue to work, continue to innovate. Right, continue to come up with new ideas, but I think allowing other people to come up with ideas as well. Um, and so, all that being said, um, that is that is what I think is important with my recruiting team specifically. Right, and again, when I say my recruiting team specifically, my recruiting team. Little breakdown here: the whole entire te Vaco Technology National team is about twenty-five people, twenty-four people. I specifically manage a team of nine, um, and 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 that's kind of what I have the main the main kind of. Um, you know, look and feel on. Um, and so again, those are the type of things is developing just a place where people can just be themselves. Because again, I think a lot of times companies try to just, I don't know, I feel like they suck the life out of people. And, 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 and I want people to enjoy, like I, I want people, I want my team every other Friday to be excited about that meeting because they can hang out, they can be themselves, they can catch up with their friends, right? Which is, which is the team you know, be friends with your team and then also learn something, right? That's incredibly, incredibly important to me. Julio, thank you. Let's see here. My team knows that they can come to me when they have an issue. So I promote open door policy. Julio, I love that. I love that open door policy. Same here, right? Everything, everything is confidential. I will listen to you. I will do my best to affirm. I'm working that in counseling, working on affirming before responding. I think a lot of times people listen, Right. I think some a lot of times managers get told, get, you know, uh, are, are projected things to them. 
And then they want to act immediately without letting that person feel heard. Right. So I'm working on that with my team where it's, they call me, I listen to them, I affirm them and then work on an action step. Right. Cause I think a lot of times people just want to be heard. Hey, listen, I'm struggling with this. Hey, you know what? I got it. I get you. I totally understand. So Julio, I love that so much. Um, well, cool. Listen, that was good. I love that. I love that so much. Let me know. Um, comment. Again, thank you for tuning in, guys. Cost 2.0. That was it. I just want to get on that rant um, a little bit. Um, we don't have to be done. If you have any more comments on what your team does, what your organization does to promote culture, um, please comment now. Please at me. I'm really, really curious. Um, Thanks. I needed the affirming before responding. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's incredibly important. When they, when 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 your peers or your team comes to you about something, listen. Again, I'm I'm saying this as a reminder for myself. I'm trying to apply this to my marriage as well. Listen first. Say, hey, I understand. Maybe do a little uh, mirroring, right? Learning that in counseling, a little mirroring back, repeating back what that person said, and then work on solving a problem. Don't jump immediately to the problem because that person won't feel heard. Um, I love that, Amy. Thank you so much. Again, comment at me. I love this. I, I kind of don't want to be done, to be totally honest with you, but uh, I don't want to keep rambling. So, again, thank you all for tuning in to Guidance Counselor 2.0. If you need anything, shoot me a text. Join my texting community. Also, finally, I didn't do this again. I forgot. I'm sorry. Shout out Alex Pooler, alexpooldesign at gmail.com. He did all of this, this design stuff, my guidance counselor. I just sent out an email newsletter. He did all that as well. So shout out Alex Pooler Design. Summer Lennington. Um, Summer's awesome. She's doing my website, Redesign 2.0. Check her out, Summer Lennington. That's L-I-D-D-I-N-G-T-O-N. Drew Skelton. Drew does all my video editing or most of my video editing. Shout out him. Check uh, check Drew out. Um, also, Brandon Arve again. Brandon Arve heads up my entire strategy. Um, we're we're going to dive into it in 2021. Um, so again, Brandon Arve at Brandon78. If you are an individual or a small business wanting to get into content creation, hit up Brandon. He's cheap. He will get you rolling. So all this content you see from me, that is him. Um, so again, a few more comments coming in. My dad, again, give trust, hold accountable, show success. Absolutely. Trust is important. Let people go out, let people hunt, let people kill, let people get what they want. Hold them accountable though. And don't let them flail. I love that. Julio, this is awesome. Got me pumped today. Hey, listen, one person's pumped. I love it. Julio's pumped. Julio, go crush today, man. Again, I appreciate y'all for tuning to Guidance Counselor 2.0. Have a great Wednesday. I will be live tomorrow morning and then off for Friday. Um, again, thank y'all so much. Thank you to my community. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one.